Hi, Biff. What's the best way to contact an amoeba? It's going to be another like nine-year-old joke, isn't it? What's the best way to contact an amoeba? Uh, by cellular phone. I, I don't many. I don't know many nine-year-olds busting that one out. Or, or all right, here, here's here's one, a more current one, or or, or one that applies, you know, in, in my world. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Hey, Biff. Yeah. Why did Spider-Man pick his nose? Why did Spider-Man pick his nose? He was trying to get the green gobbler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now Hello, everybody. Joe. This is If shock. I call Joe, he's not going to come, is he? He is not. No! Not, not okay. today. No! No! Damn it. Uh, Damn it. Anyways, welcome to Carnival Personnel. Again, I'm Jacques. This is not Joe. It is not. This is Biff. Um, and uh, and I bust out the Spider-Man joke because I was just talking to Biff. Uh, per request, actual request, uh, our friend All-Star Tommy uh, is looking for a Spider-Man No Way Home sideshow. And I actually might, I might actually pull in a little help from uh, my, as of yesterday, 12-year-old who, <laughs> you know, it, it's funny because you know, the last couple of years, he, he used to love the Andrew Garfield ones when he was like six or seven. We used to have to keep going to the library and renting them all the time or not renting them, but getting them. And he watched them relentlessly. And then one day he listened to some YouTuber who said they were hot trash and the worst movies ever and all this oh, stuff. Man, really? Right. And then and, oh. and, and how Tobey Maguire oh. was great. And then he loved Tom Holland. He absolutely, yeah. Tom Holland was his favorite actor in the whole world. Loved him in the uh, Civil War, the, the Avengers movie. Loved him in his two first two movies. And then to get ready to go see, you know, No Way Home, he ended up going back and watching the Andrew Garfield ones. Spoiler alert, guess who's his favorite Spider-Man? <laughs> you know what? That is one of the ones where like all three of those generations I thought were fantastic. I mean, I, 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 no argument. Yeah. Uh, you know, just absolutely, yeah. you know, great. And uh, so he's fallen down this Spider-Man rabbit hole. Um, his big his big gift and the family chipped in on it. Uh, right. You know, my mom and my sister and stuff. But he got a, a 30... 800 piece $300 daily Holy bugle God. daily bugle um spider-man it's like five four stories high it came with like 25 different characters including ones like daredevil you know oh came with God. carnage yeah. yeah yeah no he he's been dying to get that i'll post some pictures him walking to the car holding the lego back from the store was almost as big as him <laughs> you know almost almost as big as him but you know uh late happy birthday shout out to squish but yeah so so um might try to squeeze one in we might not even have a sideshow next week life's been going and crazy but before we we dive into everything else um biff knows this uh as just joe and, and everybody else in my orbit Last week, I lost a close friend named Dave Mirabella. Um, Biff, Biff never crossed paths with Dave. Uh, Joe has been to some Rationale shows. He's been to a bunch of Beyond His shows where the Rationales, which was Dave's band, played with us. Um, he's been to Beyond His shows where Dave has played literally with us. Uh, I've known Dave since college, and 
you know, through the pandemic, he was at one point posting a song of the day, you know, on his Facebook page. Uh, I don't know how long he's been. He he was sick, but I got the call from Dan last week, just breaking um, just the heartbreaking news that that we lost Dave and uh, a little a little history with Dave Uh, again, knew him since college. Probably one of the more prolific, you know, he's in the Dan camp of like, oh, I don't see or hear from him for a few months. And then he's like, oh, hey, I'm going to send you my 20 new songs, <laughs> you know, that he's done. I mean, just an amazing musician, very, very well known in the Boston music scene. Uh, actually, he he was friends with um, Gene Dante, who was a, a recent guest on the show. I mean, they've played together a lot. Um Dave really, really liked Dan's music and would very often sit in with us. Uh, sometimes when he wasn't, we weren't doing a build together, uh, you know, he would just come and, and play. And the embarrassing thing about Dave playing with us, and I mean this in all sincerity, <laughs> he was such a better musician. Like, like, like he is, and Dan would say, it's like he hates that, you know, Dave would sometimes say, hey, can we play this song? And it's a song from like 20 years ago, back from Fitchburg in like the early 90s. And Dan's like, dude, I don't remember it. Like, well, if I start playing it, maybe you'll remember it. And then we'll play it absolutely flawless. Uh, uh, Or there'd be times when Dan would look to him and like, here's Dave cueing him on the lyrics and stuff like that. Or uh, So honestly, you know, he, he could solo really, really well. And, and Dan and I are fine musicians. You know, you know our, our strength is Dan's songwriting ability. Like lyrically, he is, uh, I think, I don't remember if it was a Billboard article, but one article, you know, on us said he was Kurt Cobain meets Tom Waits minus the drugs, double the booze. I think was, I think was the quote. And Dan is, <laughs> Dan is lyrically gifted. He's a good singer. He's a good guitarist. I'm an okay drummer. Um, Dave Mirabella was, uh, he could tell you what key he was singing in. He could tell you the chords he was playing. He was a musician's musician. Um, I, I would love to go to his shows when we weren't playing together, but it was always the best playing, you know, together, just having the time to hang out. Um, it's, it's really sad to lose a friend like that. It's also, uh, you know, we're friends with his brother, Mike, who was, you know, his drummer as well. And I just, it's just gut wrenching to think yeah. that, you know, Mike lost his bandmate, uh, you know, his brother, his best friend, and it's just soul crushing, um, that, 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 you know, that, that, that yeah. you're going through this. And a couple of weeks ago, Dan just got all this new software, um, he set up a recording studio at his house and it was just the most amazing thing. It was like two Sundays ago, I was over there and we were both talking. It's like, okay, let's, let's figure out these four new songs and then bring in Dave to kind of, re- you know, to play the solos on them and to sing and, and to sing with Dave, you know, Dan and stuff. And it's one of those things. It's like, you know, it, 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 it's not like we lost touch or anything. He was still actively, you know, with us and, and, I was going to use Dave to help me manipulate Dan. Look, I respect the fact that Dan doesn't <laughs> want to play out anymore, but I think if Marabella was to say, Hey, you know, we're going to do a couple of shows together, you know, uh, which is nice. You know, not only are they a great band to play with, I you know they have much better equipment. 
you know, especially with the drums. <laughs> okay. And so I would just use okay. his yeah. brother's set. Yeah, now, you know, why don't we uh, avoid the uh, extra setup and we'll just use your set? Yeah. Well, well, it, it, true, <laughs> truly, I mean, it was it, it, that, you know, that way they and it's funny because, you know, there, there was a time when, you know, we would draw really, really well and and they would, you know, they would you know, quote unquote, open for us. And, but Dan and I never really liked to go on last because, you know, we want to go to the bar it's, and keep a, drinking. It's a, it's, well, that and the Jimi Hendrix thing, right? right. You don't want to have Jimi Hendrix opening for you either. Right. So. Well, and that became part of it. And it's like, right. we start playing shows. It's like, hey, we got this gig. You want to play with us? Oh, great. Love to. Here's the deal. You guys go on after oh, us. After okay. us. Um, so, so it, it, it is, it's, it, it's, it's, you know, so when was the last, I know with the you know pandemic being what it is, and were you able to see him at any time in the recent couple of years or? No, you know, yeah, he, he he had some medical issues and, and mm. I think he was in a really tight COVID bubble, but, yeah. but I'm not a Facebook guy, yeah, but, yeah. you know, management would be like almost nightly like, hey, what, who is this band? Who is this band? Who, yeah. And I'd be like, why are you asking who guided by voices is? She's like, oh, because Dave Marabella just played one of their songs or oh. he just played another Dan song right. or he's just playing, you know, one of John Hunt's yeah. songs and stuff, uh, plus his own song, you know? And so right, right, right. The, the song we came in yeah. on today was a rationale song. The, the song we're going out on is one of my favorite songs. But anyways, I don't want, I don't want to yeah. be a complete bummer, but, yeah. you know, yeah. I miss Dave. He was yep. just, I, 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 said it on twitter and a couple of our fellow friends like you know amen you know the comment i have not got to call a nicer person my friend like of all the things i could say about mr dave marabella is i didn't get to call a nicer person my friend so well, yeah. well like i said i'm really sorry i mean it's and it's also obviously horrible that you know someone that talented dies so young um so yeah you know now, As they say, you know, life's not fair. You know, you know, Dave is dead, but you know, Ricky Rocket and Poison is still alive. So. It's still, well, see, you know, I, stuff it, like that. It makes me want to reach out to you know my friends now, and and maybe help them like live a healthy lifestyle. I know you, Biff, started a running program this morning. A running program, <laughs> absolutely. This, you know, well, you know, I mean. So I, I largely live on East Coast time while living in the West Coast. And so I'm up at 4 a.m. And I figured, why not start the day by running, you know, after a couple of dudes who were sawing the catalytic converter out of the my neighbor's car. So, yeah, so I was in that kind of hazy state where the alarm had gone off. I kind of hit the snooze button, but I was half awake. And then I hear the zzzz, you know, from outside my window. I'm thinking, what the hell? And then I realized, Oh my God, it must be the freaking catalytic converter theft. So, so I looked out my window and there's nobody by my car, but I figured, well, it's close enough so I can hear it. So I walk out and sure enough, right in front of our, my neighbor's uh, driveway is this, uh, this white Camry parked out. And as soon as I get out, these uh, two guys go running into that car and they take off. And so, uh, you know, I ran to try to get their um, plate numbers, but you know what? My running is like, like not running and so i didn't get there you know get close enough to actually be able to read their plate so i was that useless witness that is a yeah it's a white car you know my my fuzzy um security camera video is is more help than you know me you know actually doing anything so yeah but you know but thankfully they didn't take it off of my neighbor's commuter car so it might be their camper but you know whatever and maybe it's possible that they didn't quite finish the job so 
Um, what what what? Because you text, I you know my phone. Yeah, I waited. Well, I you know I you know I like know you would have been up, but yeah, you know I'm not I'm not texting my West Coast friends at four o'clock in the morning. The, is that what time? Camera, it, is that what time it happened? Yeah, the security camera camera literally said four o one a.m. So wow. yeah. Because yeah. you texted a little after six a.m., you know your I time. Six, yeah, you know I figured that that time was reasonable. You know, also I also texted at that time because it was before when my meeting was going to start. So yeah. And, and so how did you like, like it, you just hear the sound and you decide to investigate, or has this been going on in the neighborhood? Is well, this... I, yeah, it's a known. So I think it's going on, you know, all over the country, really, but definitely in you know Los Angeles. It's a common occurrence. Um, I'm on one of those Facebook pages for our kind of neighborhood area. And, you know, we have a lot of these reports of, oh, you know, our mailbox is broken into, you know, we have porch pilot pirates, you know, somebody broke into our car and of course the catalytic converter. And, you know, in many ways, the catalytic converter is one of the worst ones where, you know, you get up in the, you know, short of having your car outright stolen, right? You get up in the morning, you start your car and I guess, Sometimes you hear these explosions and stuff like that or whatever. It's like your car is, you know, basically ruined. And, you know, already it was probably not a great thing to, oh, yeah, I'm heading to work. And then you get that. That must be the worst. I know, I'd rather my car be stolen. Just <laughs> I mean, flat out, just worst, take right? the goddamn yeah. thing. Oh, so, yeah. it is awful. Um, so my uh, my management in my world, uh, I will be picking her up at the Worcester Airport. I don't know if that's an airport that you've ever flown into. I actually avoided it like a plague, even though I had a project there. Yes, because, you know, small airports are a nightmare for uh, people trying to go back home on a Thursday night. Ah, uh, yeah, I can imagine. So, well, she's had a, a nightmarish travel thing, and I won't go into oh, all the details. But for the last three years, she's been planning this trip to Ibiza. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was Duran Duran's 40th anniversary, yeah. and it was this big thing. And she saved for a long time. There were so many times her her this other family she used to work for would call yeah. and say, hey, can you work this weekend? And she'd be like, I'm so tired. I don't want to. But I really want to go to that concert, <laughs> so I'm going to go. So she had it all booked. You know, like four months ago, she got her ticket. Uh, she had a nice 23-hour layover in Barcelona, which she was so excited about. You know, like a free trip to Barcelona on the way. You know, right, she had right, a hotel, right. all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, the flight got canceled a week before her, you know, her trip. And, and Biff, when I say zero flights, absolutely zero flights, zero Ooh. routing. She, so this, this, this is what she did to get to, <laughs> to get to a beast to see the concert. She rented a car, a one-way car to drive to JFK, you know, right. Right. Then, okay. then had like two, like Madrid, Madrid to somewhere else. And each one had a white knuckle, hour and a half only layover so right. if oh, things God. run late you know what i mean uh, uh and then uh, and, and uh. then the airport i think it was madrid like her flight came in at the international and then okay. she was taking a domestic thing and and it's i guess it's a pretty big airport and had to take a train from part a oh, to b right. yep 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 so truly a planes trains and automobiles well, is, well so she had to clear customs right she had and to then, clear customs right right oh my god and then yeah. and then and then take the thing she makes it there uh and, and while you know she went with her best friend uh -huh. they both loved it and they they splurged they splurged and they got the <laughs> nicer hotel it was a package deal uh they get to the hotel and see the sign. Basically, everything that makes their the hotel they're checking into not a Motel Six uh -huh. 
is closed because of COVID reason, but they didn't uh, say right, that. Right, right. No 24 hour room service. No, yeah. this, no, that. Like, so she's like, <laughs> we literally could have slept like, <laughs> you know, in a day. <laughs> but here, but she, so she did, she did splurge for the, you know, the VIP passes. So you yep. get all these things. She gets there and she says, uh, you know, she goes to the concierge like, oh, we're here for this. They're like, oh, the VIP table's over there. She and her friend walk over. Yeah. A very nice girl behind the table can't find their name on the list. And Ellen is Whoa. showing, Ellen calls up the email and they're like, right. well, don't worry about it here. Just take these passes. It dawns on them about an hour later, uh -huh. their name was not on the list because they were sent to the VVIP table, not oh. the VIP table. Okay. They got the $600, you know, passes, and, oh. which came with a, you know, I, I think it was like she said a room of around 100 people with a hour, hour and a half chit chat question and answer with the band. And nice. she, she was literally nice. 10 feet away from the true love of her life. Her John Taylor, not yeah. not our right. beloved, you know, JT. Uh, and so so it, it really wound up. So, yeah, she didn't get the perks from this, but it kind of made it. Uh, you know, she did send me the second night. Andy Taylor, the drummer, was spinning at some world famous oh, okay, nightclub. Right, okay. And she sent me the picture. Right. She got all Isn't the drummer up. Roger Taylor? Ro I'm sorry, Roger. Right, right. Which is why the am same I correcting Duran Duran names, by the way? Because I, I, you know why you know this. You know why you know this. A, because you're a wonderful band and you love them. Two, it's the why same they name are wonderful as, band. as the drummer the queen. Queen, queen. <laughs> right. yeah, so she said, Well, it's she, just confusing that there are three Taylors who are not brothers in that band. How funny is that? Yeah. So she, or cousins, you know? So she sends me this, this, she calls me, she FaceTimes me. She said, cause she wanted to share. She wanted me to see my nightmare. It's like a three level, you know, strobing light, like smoke filled, like absolutely. And, and, and I, I text her. I was like, the only time I could ever envision myself in a club like that is if I'm wearing a Batman suit, punching out like, you know, like like you any any movie where Batman is in one of those clubs fighting a sea of henchmen on the way to see the penguin or Falcone or something. But so she's coming back now. She had a great time. Yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't be happier that yeah. it worked out for her. But yeah, I it looked like she had great advantage. Point. I saw like the, you know, some, you know, uh, concert photos also. Looks like she had she had a great, you know vantage point for the show also so yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, all in all you know that you know i mean in the end listen after after this these two years you know freaking live it up man if you can live it up i mean good for her right and and it's like so she saved for a long time yeah. to go to this in 2020 this yeah, is supposed right, to happen right. in february yeah. 2020 no, i do remember yeah and so now she's you know so she is going to go see him in london i might go with her to see, you know, not, I, I'll go to the concert, of course. And then she just got tickets to see him three nights in a row at the Hollywood Bowl in September. So, oh, you know, we cool. got tickets. We're going to bring the boys to one of those, you know, shows. But uh, speaking of shows, yeah. I... I did go see friend of the podcast, Gene Dante and the future stars um, play uh, on Friday. And I went with, you know, another friend of the podcast yep. who's been on our friend, Sully. Um, dude, Gene was great. Gene, it was absolutely great. Uh, the show was great. Uh, I, I, he kept saying, you know, he's so psyched. He's opening for tragedy. I say tragedy closed. <laughs> and I actually put that on Twitter and, yeah. uh, and tragedy liked it. Like they actually uh, liked it. There uh, you go. But I don't know what I, I, first of all, 
you know, it was great to see Gene in person. Yeah. Uh, Gene had a merch table. Um, I, I let, uh, hold, give me one second. This is great podcasting, I know, but look, I wanted to support our friend Gene by not just showing up at the show, not just going with five friends. Well, my niece, my sister, and two friends. I actually bought this. Can you see it? Uh, it's not coming out on the screen. There we go. What is that? That's a cassette tape, Biff. Oh, look at that. Oh, Gene, that's nice. Gene, Gene really, like, I bought the album digitally, you know, uh, yeah. when Gene was on the show, but they were selling the cassette tape, and I'm like, I gotta get it. I'm, you know, like I'm, I'm gonna go wow. and buy it. So, isn't, it, isn't like, isn't it hard to get cassette tape production going right now? Like, I, I know that it, vinyl is like impossible, but I thought all those old technologies are now kind of back in, and like, so artists are having a hard time getting them reproduced or something. Well, you know, Gene, Gene, Gene's a, you know, a singer, an actor, and maybe a magician because he made it happen. You know, he pulled this rabbit out of the hat. <laughs> or um, he has his own cassette thing to record. Yeah, yeah, you know just, what? You yeah, know, shrink wrap machine. Yeah, we just tape it, you know, yeah. They play, tape here. yeah. They played this club called Sona, which is next to the Middle East Cafe. It used to be TT the Bears. One of probably my three favorite places to play was TT's. And they it was nice. Uh, they, they, they redid it. Here's I what went to I, Ralph's. Okay, you know it's 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 the Cambridge version of Ralph's is, is what it is minus the minus the diner tragedy. It's a tragedy. The tragedy isn't Steel Panther. They are just as good, just as funny, less vulgar, but still, you know, they, yeah. they, they're on the blue side of things. Dude, their shows are so good. I don't understand. I don't know if it's a management thing. I don't know if it's a marketing thing. They are so god damn good it's like and you I, haven't I, lived i think we've both lived long enough to realize that and we've seen plenty of super talented bands that for whatever reasons it's like they you know it just doesn't happen for them right i mean we've seen it and, and so it, so that's they, you know but hopefully you know it happens for them right but i still, mean they're yeah. doing well i mean they just like this past yeah yeah you know j just yeah. just recently did their first european tour and um but but dude until you've heard the metal version of it's raining men, <laughs> you know, I mean, it is, and just their stage outfits and their banter, dude, they, yeah. I got to get, like, I don't know anybody who would love them more than you. Like, honestly, <laughs> I, I, I would love yeah, to yeah. see, to get you to one of those shows. Yeah, um, hopefully, you know, I, you know, I get work travel going again. And if I head to the East coast, cause I do want to, you know, I have several reasons to visit, visit your area. So definitely. So Joe is not on this podcast, but um, so we've, we've talked about this and Joe and I, a few months ago started this, you know, just not like, Oh, let's make it, let's make a note to do this. But we started getting together more and watching either movies we love that we've not been in the same room for or movies that we can't believe the other one hasn't seen yet. Mm. And, you know, it's it's been a lot of fun. A couple of weeks ago, you know, uh, you know, like a month ago, we did Tommy Boy because management does a lot of weekend work, so she works overnight. So, right, you know, right, right. I got a Saturday night to myself. I can party it up, and me partying is literally splitting a six pack of Coke syrup with Joe and watching Young Frankenstein. Whoa. I but gotta say, you you live harder than I do because you know. No caffeine for me after 4 p.m. Oh, well, and not only <laughs> just a little bit more of a deep dive. So then Joe and I will watch. So we'll, we'll watch, you know, this past week, um, 
we ended up, he was going to come over to watch Animal House. And we were going to watch it with my 14-year-old because he's taken my one Christmas gift, my John Belushi college sweatshirt from Animal House. And my sister, who I don't get to see that much, but right. I saw the night before at, at Jean's show with Tragedy, uh, I, I called her because I was telling my friend Sully, yeah, Joe and I are doing this. He's a really good friend of Joe's, too. And he's like, you got to call me next time. I want to come over. And my sister's like, that sounds like a nightmare. The three of you reciting lines <laughs> a half second before they're said. And so I, I called her after oh. I got off the phone with Joe and I said, hey, just so you don't hear it secondhand and feel left out, <laughs> Joe's coming over and we're going to watch Animal House. And my sister, yeah. to my surprise, said, oh, if you were going to watch like Arthur or something, I would come over. I'm like, we are going to watch Arthur. So I did. I, said, <laughs> I call I called Joe. I'm like, is watching Arthur a deal breaker? And he just started like, you know, quoting lines from Arthur, you know, like, <laughs> you must have really hated this move. So I'm like, I take that as a yes. So he came over, my sister came over, we watched it. And then, you know, because Joe and I have that kind of time, we end up watching a 40 minute documentary on the, no, I'm sorry, I'm lying. So my sister left, had a great time. Right, right, and yeah. then I'm like to Joe, I'm like, you want to hang out and watch Animal House? <laughs> so, <he did. laughs> so we watched a double feature. And then after Animal House, we watched a 40-minute Spike TV uh, documentary on Animal House that was on YouTube. So that's the kind of time and life that we have. We watched Animal House. And and look, Arthur, of all the movies that have just dated and just, dude, it's, it's, it's still such a great movie. I mean, I cried at all the places I cry at. My 14-year-old. My my 14 year old two or three times I had to hush him up because he has this laugh that is so loud. And I'm like, and it's not that I mind him laughing. It's like, dude, you're yeah. going to miss, you're laughing at the setup. Wait till you hear the yeah, punchline. Yeah. No, he just can't believe how funny Dudley Moore is. And, and, and I, I looked to Joe while he's laughing and I said, Joe, am I exaggerating? Or was that living with Dan for 10 years? And he's like, Oh no. <laughs> Dudley Moore and Arthur is not a far cry minus the $750 million bank account. But, but, but sure, the sure. funny, the funny drunk that and Arthur the butler, was and the, and the butler. No, he had me, he had me picking up after him. He yeah, whatever. had a butler. Whatever. Trust yeah. me. Uh, but you know, that, that, that's my life, you know, and, uh, and now I will get to see Mike, my buddy, Mike. Oh, so I told Mike, it's like, Hey, by the way, Joe's never seen Convoy, Smokey and the Bandit, or uh, he, my friend, I don't Mike even calls know it what Convoy trip. is. Oh, dude. Rubber Duck. Oh, dude. Convoy, Smokey and the Bandit, Convoy, can't, uh, Cannonball Run. So we're going to do a triple Cannibal feature Run. of those coming up. Is, that, is it one of those? Is, well, no, what, Con Convoy is another movie about. It's a, yeah. Oh, it's that. It's the one. It's like it's like Cannonball Run. It's and in it that. came out at the same time. Same time. Yep. Yep. It's those one of those deals. Yeah. Country. Just like whatever, like Armageddon and the whatever the 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 asteroid or whatever the fuck. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So so that's my life. I, I I will say I am though going to see Doctor Strange opening night. Uh, and yeah, just to of and, course you are. And I've worked management and I I. I feign, I feign sensitivity. I feign um, sympathy. But when she, when she calls me all pissed, like I just saw a spoiler on Facebook. I'm like, why are you online? 
Like, like, you, you know, it's like I've muted so much stuff. So I don't see, you know, I might hear something here and there, but I really work hard not to know things, Biff. And uh, I'm pretty much going yeah, in. I'm, you know, I'm so bad at actually seeing the, the stuff. I just say, yeah, let it happen. Cause you know, it's going to be like months before I actually see anything. Cause I'm so bad at about it. Did I, I mention, did I mention that I watched another episode of uh, squid games uh, two nights oh, ago? Thank I, you very much. What episode are you up to? It's uh, I, I just finished episode six. Is that, is that the one that did you cry? Gambu. It's the, Oh, it's a brutal one. Gambu. It's the one with the marbles. Okay. My, like I, I jumped off the ship. I only watched the first two episodes and then I watched the last one. And it was, it became this thing with, you know, our little guy in management and and they watched it together. And so I went to bed that night that they watched that episode and she just carried a puddle of water up to the bed. He was wrecked. That, that episode, that episode episode ruined him. Like, and and even now, you know, you know, it's, it's, it's actually one of those things that are like, I mean, it's, there's, there's, there's just, there's just so much that went on in terms of, you know, there was, you know, you know, like human kindness and then there was human ruthlessness, like just the best and the worst of people all in one episode. It was, yeah, it was an amazing episode. Um, oh, let's let's get to the worst of people. What's happening with the with the purchase of Twitter? Are you following I that? I, I I I saw something about withdrawal and then and then agreement and whatever. So I don't know what's going on. And you know the thing about it is is that I don't know what I think that people are expecting this to be turned into something. You know whatever the heck you want it to be. But like just reading some of the just things here and there, it's like there's still one of the things that's really, really difficult about managing companies like Twitter is that the European Union has a really, you know, like a, a controlling um, in these internet laws that essentially govern things like, well, just basically all social media. And so there's, you know, maybe within the US, the regulation is a little bit different, but in order for Twitter to be anything, it has to be this international platform and if it's going to be this international platform, they have to basically, you know, comply with the, you know, the EU, you know, regulations, it sounds like, which is apparently, you know, kind of a non, I mean, I think I'm kind of starting to understand why, like a lot of the stuff that Twitter and Facebook do, it's because, oh, they kind of have to do it because they have to appease these things. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, that, that's So, uh I, I'm looking down, like when I, when I went to put some stuff on the rundown, I saw get out some popcorn. Uh, yeah. what, what what am I making popcorn for, Biff? Ah, uh, let's see, where are we? Oh, oh my God, that one! Oh my God, the little right. there's a little spat between our, our our two favorite members of Congress, um, uh, Marjorie uh, Taylor Green and uh, what's her name, Bobert. And yeah, I, I guess I, this is, and I don't know what to make of it, but I allegedly, um, and if you read the article, there's an r- article in Raw Story. Uh, basically, um, Lauren Boebert doesn't like being um, kind of lumped together with M, you know, uh, uh, MTG from the standpoint of, according to the article anyway, and it's hard for me to really tell what, you know, uh, how they are, you know, different as she alleges, I guess. 
uh, I guess she's really in line with that kind of most of the so-called the, the the new conservatives in terms of you know a lot of the you know uh, she's even though she's outspoken she's really in line with a lot of other people whereas MTG is like a, kind of a free for all I I don't think they like her <clears throat> so being so supportive of the insurrection you know stuff like that that's so apparently it got to a point where like in one of these uh these events there had to be an intervention to basically separate those two so oh, yeah just delicious just just yeah. the yeah. worst people going at each other it couldn't make me happier oh. you know oh. um and, and and putin's war still going on it's you know it's it, yeah. what's, what's crazy it's like every day something comes out like Oh, well, now they're threatening a nuclear war because they're getting more aid. You know, essentially it comes down to if we can't have Ukraine, we're going to level it. And if anybody tries to keep us from leveling it, we're going to go nuclear. It, it, that That's basically yeah. Yeah. what it is. And and when I hear it's like, oh, they're going to have more sanctions. How are there any sanctions left? Like, like what? What is this half measures, you know? Uh, right, but right, right. You know, but finally, you know, countries like Germany are like, OK, we're. Like at one point, Germany was like, well, we'll give them ammunition for the guns they have, but we're not giving them anti-tank stuff. You know what I mean? Like all this. Stuff. And, and but like literally when, when they when you say they are rape and pillaging, it, they're usually using rape as a weapon. They're they're mass graves with with, you know, civilians have been executed. They're stealing like everything. They're they're yeah. plundering farm equipment you know, from the country, like bringing yeah. in military flatbed trucks and stealing people's tractors. So even when it's time to rebuild, you know, they, they're going to make sure that honestly, that, that, that the, that Ukraine, and they even shelled Kiev while the yeah. secretary general of the UN was visiting. Right, right. Yeah. Kiev. Yeah. They don't care. They don't and, care. And, and so I guess Putin said he's going to go to the G20 summit in a couple months. It's like, how can he do that? How can he show up at the G? He would have to be arrested for war crimes, right? Uh, I don't know how that works, right? I mean, it's, I mean, I don't know how it works in terms of did they, have they actually charged him with anything, right? Has the International Tribunal charged him with anything? And I, I'm not so sure that they have. They're just they're making there's a lot of opinions, right? But I think that's where you know you talk about sanctions and whatever. I mean, if they if they put in formal charges against him, does does that change things? I don't know. I mean, right? I, well, but that's the whole thing. It's like I I hope the world, I, I has a spine. Doesn't doesn't you know? First of all, how is invading and leveling a sovereign nation not a war crime in of itself? Like like war should just you know anybody who starts a war should be a crime. I mean, yeah. unprovoked, absolutely unprovoked, absolutely oh, unprovoked. Yeah. But but you know. The Ukraine isn't the only place where things are just going sideways into shit. Um, this is I, true. I did this is true. watch, and, and 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 crime just isn't in your neck of the woods in in Los Angeles. There, I saw no. the clip. In, in back in my homeland, well, back in your homeland. I yeah. don't. I, now I know why you left. Now I can see why you had to get out. Well, you know, with this kind of crime occurring, you know, in your in neighborhoods, I mean, you know, it just it it, it there's just so much fear that these kinds of crimes uh, evoke and, you know, if it, when it happens in your neighborhood. So obviously this is, and this, this is something that I think we've talked about before happening in, on another incident where, so this, this man, and it's, it's really shocking because it was, uh, uh, the crime was committed by like a 70 year old or, you know, 80 year old or some old dude. And this guy, so walks into a, a convenience store and uh, pays for a small coffee 
but puts in a medium coffee worth of coffee. And so now I, I know that this sounds confusing because you're thinking, wait, if he bought a small coffee, then he bought a small coffee. How does a medium fit into a small coffee? So that was my question also. Uh, it turns out in Japan, they have this stupid system where if you buy a small coffee, like there is this button that tells you how much, how many, you know, whatever, it's Japan, so it's how many milliliters you get in a small coffee. And then it, I guess it gives you enough room to add cream and any, anything else. But apparently you can put in a medium's worth of coffee into a small coffee cup and maybe forgo the cream or bring your own cream or whatever the heck the case may be. So, so that's number one. I mean, what a crazy system where they actually make you buy an exact, you know, you know, I mean, who in this country have ever bought Slurpees, not just overflow that Slurpees at the top. So you could suck that, you know, that little top, you know, nub right. to overfill that thing. Right. I mean, come on, come on. So, but that's the, that's the first part. So that's the, that's part one. Part two, they actually had the guy on monitor. Like they thought, they suspected that he had done this in the past. So they were watching this guy. And number three, they called the cops. And number four, he was arrested. Great, great use of resources. I mean, no, well, I well mean, to be fair, it's not like the police is busy over there. Well, <laughs> that's true. And, and what is the difference in the price? Are we talking 20 cents? Probably. I think it's like, uh, I think it's 100 yen versus 130 yen or something like that. So less than 30 cents. Yeah, completely, like a quarter, you like know, order. Yeah. Well, well, but uh, again, the the length that the news station went to to create those. The, uh, so operating. We it cannot down. have these kinds of lawlessness in Japan. They they have the the uh um, uh, what is it? Uh, the graphic. Uh, 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 yeah, the reenactment graphic. The reenactment graphic. Right? The yeah. graphics. There's a word for it that, that I'm blanking on. But then they also had a guy. You know, with with measuring cups showing like uh -huh. the difference. It's like, difference, yep. dude, it was a huge story. It was despite, delicious, despite it, the fact that there is a freaking full on war that might be the you know the start of World War Three going on in Europe. Japan considers this newsworthy on national news. So, so that what a was peaceful, what a peaceful country. So I, I have no I have no self indulgent theater, no game okay. review. I was, this was originally going to be just a sideshow. And then I want to right, you know, talk yeah. about Dave and talk yeah. about your morning and all that stuff. So we're getting right to sport. You know, we're, we're forego, we're forego what we're watching streaming. We're forego everything else. We're going to go right to sport. Then we'll go to a parenting tip, but this is all you Biff. Biff yeah. tonight, as we're recording, Yep. The NHL. Well, your your game has already started. Oh, okay. Yep. The the NHL playoffs have already started. Started. Yep. So I want you to break it down. I want you to tell me who you think is going to win the cup and how do the Bruins do it. <laughs> <laughs> so this this is this is the thing that's really. Um, so I will I will say that I think the Bruins have a great chance of you know getting deep in the playoffs. I, you know they're an experienced team. They have all the parts. Um, but you know, it's one of those things where, uh, I did not pick them. In fact, what? I did not, I what? did not pick them to win the first round. I'm not going to bring you a box of, of marsh munch unless you change your prediction now. Yeah. I don't need the, the pasta pasta either, by the way, just so you know, um, I'm, by the way, if you'd like a 15 year old, um, 
craft macaroni and dinner from Canada with uh, Ryan Smith, Captain Canada on the box. I'll be happy to send that to you. Okay, thank you. Anyway, so no, break I, it down. I, so I, I, I actually picked uh, Carolina over uh, Boston in that series. And I actually picked Carolina to win it all. I have Carolina Did you really? Stanley Cup champion this year. Who are they beating? Oh, this is the other one. So um, on the west side, you know, the you know the Colorado Avalanche is the favorite, but I have picked the Daryl Sutter-led Calgary Flames to make it to the finals. So I am picking a Canadian team to be in the finals. And notice the Canadian team to make it to the finals does not include Toronto Maple Leafs because, you, you know, so in my bracket, wishful thinking as it was, I actually picked the Leafs to beat Tampa. It goes everything against what I believe in. I think Tampa is the best team out there. They have everything. They're the two-time defending champs. But I figured, you know what? If I'm going to pick a bracket to actually do something, I'm going to go all in and pick that upset. So I actually picked the Leafs to win not only round one, but also round two. Wow. Uh, but I just couldn't go as far as to say, yeah, I can't, I can't pick them to go to the finals. If that's, that's just madness. So I had them losing to uh, Carolina in the finals. Finals. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so who do you have out West? So in, in the, uh, in the West, I mean, you know, I, you know, we're, I'm not going to go through every single one of the, um, of my bracket stuff, but I will say that um, I did pick my Los Angeles Kings to uh, beat the Edmonton Oilers in seven games. So, you know, that, that's of no, I don't expect them to go beyond that, but uh, so uh, that's one. And then, um, so that's one of the upsets, you know, that I picked uh, uh, other than that, uh, you know, the other upset that I picked is essentially earlier on, essentially I have, you know, Florida uh, getting knocked out, not by the Capitals, but I do get the, I see the, I do get them knocked out by the aforementioned Leafs in the second round. Wow. So, so you have the Capitals. Like, yeah. Uh, did you say how, how many games is it going to take the Kings to beat Edmonton? I, I, I picked them to win in seven. Is that a hope or do you see and, and who has home on that one? Uh, Edmonton does. It's one of those deals where, so it's an interesting series uh, because you're dealing with uh, Edmonton team that clearly is a lot more talented, right? I mean, they have, I mean, you know, the names, you know, the people know the names on the Oilers, right? The, you know, the McDavid's and the dry sidles and what, and whatnots. But I think the, uh, the reason I picked the Kings is twofold. Number one, um, the Kings are in with house money. Like nobody, nobody, including Kings nation expected to be them to be in the playoffs this year. Right. They have they based and part of it had to do with, you know, Las Vegas is absolute meltdown, which of course I want to spend two minutes on because it is hilarious. And then the second part of it is, is that, God, there is so much pressure on the Oilers to succeed because, hey, guess what? You had the best player in the world for like seven years now, and you've won like, you know, one play right. round. And right. it's like, and they're, they're at that point. And, and where he they're... is so good, dude. Yeah. He is so good. But, you know, but he doesn't play defense. I mean, that's part of the, I mean, that it's like, after all these years, it's like, you'd think that somebody would tell them, you know, do the Barry Trotz thing. I mean, you look at the success that the, the Capitals had, and it really has to do with a buy-in that he got to tell Alex that, you know, he told Ovechkin, listen, whatever you do on the offensive end, do whatever you're going to do, but I want you to do what I want you to do, what I want to do to you to do on the defensive end. They freaking bought in and freaking won the cup. And, yeah, and funny how that works out, you yeah. know, but you know, bottom line is, is that they don't, it's like, 
their goaltending has has been garbage garbage for them, but like it's not like they play defense. So yeah, maybe maybe like consider playing you know defense you know. So so that's one of the things. And so they I think just the combined pressure, the fact that they don't really have the core four as they say, and you know even though they only have three of the four, uh, the core guys in LA know how to win. They have guys who have you know won or have gotten deep. You know you know. Guys like let's say um, uh, I think I think Edler's been in, been to the finals. Um, you know, Dano just went to the finals last year. You know, such such as it was with the Canadians. But you know, so they have players that you know that know what to do to you know to go deep. And I think that's you know, and uh, and obviously you could say uh, the Oilers have Duncan Keith. You'd say yeah, whatever, Duncan. Keith. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so so yeah. I I by the way I yeah. I am I you know. I don't follow the Kings anywhere like I used to, but yeah. Dustin Brown is one of my Absolutely. all favorites. Yeah. yeah. Just, and, and I'm trying to think, I, I know he's had so many big hits, but he had one quintessential hit that just turned around. I forget what series it was. Well, there was like, one, if you want to talk about a hit that turned around the series, there was a monster hit that he did on um, one of the Sedin brothers. Right. In, uh, in, in the, in that first round of that 2012. And that was like, you know, that was like, you know, that was one of those, Whoa you know hits so yeah right that i think that's what i'm thinking about yeah. i think that was at, at staple i think we were at that game you know yeah, so, and yeah, it, I mean, yeah, yeah so absolutely but and you know, obviously a great career uh kind of poorly treated um uh i think he was stripped of his captaincy in what 2015 20 no 2016 or so and ba- i think basically because of his fallout with sutter or whatever the case may be but i, I just it was just so poorly handled but you know give the guy credit that dude freaking i mean he stayed a pro um that it didn't change his relationship with kopitar who got the captaincy uh he stayed he stayed a great teammate and you know now you know the the kings are reaping the benefits of it i mean you know he's not the player he used to be but having that guy in the locker room i think you know once again huge difference to have a guy like that in the locker room along with you know a guy like kopitar and now you know now quick right so Unfortunately, Dowdy's out with an injury. He's not going to be coming back in the playoffs, but. Which is such a, I mean. Yeah. You know, that, 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 that could really make a difference. So, uh, so yeah. that that's, and who did you have in the conference final out West now again? So I, I had Calgary Flames. That, beating who? That, Calgary so, beating who? Uh, in, oh, in the finals, I had Calgary beating Minnesota in the finals. Minnesota. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cal- Flames. First. So I will post that. Minnesota, yeah, dude. That's is is this your favorite time of year? Is this Christmas for you? It, for it next- is. It is absolutely fantastic. I mean, it's like, and especially early. You know, it, it, and it maybe it's. I it hasn't. I think last year's football season was an exception, but like early round playoffs is where it's at. In, you know, in the NHL, like it's because because the players are fresher, and that's when you have the the most you know crazy outcomes. It's always the first round that has like all the wackiness. The later rounds are kind of more settled, right? But every every year there's just a couple of wacky storylines in the early rounds. Like like last year, I mean, you know, as as sad as it was for me, Montreal getting past the first round, freaking that that is the chaos that is the NHL round one. So right, right, right. You know, no, that that's and then I, I just want to and I just want to briefly talk about the Vegas collapse, which oh, you know, right? Which, oh my god, so. Just just a quick, you know, synopsis. Vegas goes all in this year with, you know, 
in the with a lot of um, uh, negative criticism towards the fact that they acquired Jack Eichel right when they had no cap room. They just happened to have cap room on that day when they acquired him because they had like guys like Stone and uh, and Riley Smith and a few others on on you know long term injury reserve. So as uh, as our friend you know Ruger would say, you know cap shenanigans, right? Oh, he That's was not happy. He was yeah. not yeah. happy. And and you know I I completely get it. I mean I'm at a point where yeah do whatever the hell you know you, you know, I mean you're gonna have to deal with it eventually. And so. But then for whatever reason, uh, you know, just a combination of a lot of injuries and a combination of, hey, wow, the LA Kings are actually kind of good. And so, at you know, in the last two weeks of the season, you know, the Vegas was outside looking in for a playoff spot. And then as the season end approached, they got their starting goalie, Robin Leonard, back from an injury. And they think, okay, they got him back. He wasn't playing great. And then towards the uh, towards the end of the season, there was one point where um, he plays one period, lets him one goal, not a great goal, but you know it's one goal. And then the coach pulls him from the game and then throws him under the bus. Ugh. And then the next day they they ask about his injuries. Is oh no, he's healthy. He's got a lot of energy. You know he's ready to play. So making it sound like yeah, so okay, so you you first throw him under the bus and tell him how he's got all kinds of energy, like. What, because he only played one period the last game? I mean, what are you, what are you saying? And then at the, on the same day, uh, two reporters announced that Leonard's told the team that he's going to have season-ending surgery, which DeBoer's, the coach, did not oh, I haven't heard anything about it. And, of course, so he's backing up today. So he's, he's basically backing up for that next game. And then the next day, it's announced that he's having season-ending injury, right? A lot of this coaching BS going on. And – to, to make it as sweet as it possibly can, when they needed the points there most, the most, they lost three consecutive overtime games. Right. In shootouts, oh. where they went 0 for 17 in the three shootouts. If that's not freaking like sweet, it's like, yeah, sweet out is such garbage, except when it hurts. Two days I, goals. I, 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 I'm not being, I'm not being a smart ass and I'm not being, I'm not kidding. I think. I would score at least one out of 17 attempts on any NHL goalie. I think I mean, all-star. It's, 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 there are three different goalies, but if you I think, think about no, it. But I'm just saying statistically, I think I think all-star berries two yeah. or three. <laughs> I think Scotty Blackberries two listen, or three. All, I, all I'm saying is that in one of the games, they went seven rounds and they did not score. Oh, seven rounds. They, didn't, they don't score. Delicious. Delicious. So, yeah, yeah. No, you, you know, yeah. So good for, the, and, 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 and to be fair, I do feel bad for the players, like many of the players. Right. Um, I mean, they're, you know, the, you know, the players go where they go. Right. It's not like they chose to go to Vegas and many of them didn't, you know, many of them essentially ended up there because they were cast off, you know, fine. But you know, the, the franchise definitely deserves this, you know, this karma. So no, it was great. It, it was great. So, yeah, the next couple of weeks, there's at least three games on a night. I, I'm, I'm yeah. guessing I'm guessing you, you you got picture in picture or you got, you know, at least I have I actually have a setup. So that I actually what I do is I watch on the computer and the TV kind of a thing. 
Oh, that's great, man. Yeah. I, I, I literally am happy for you. Yeah. I mean, I know it's not going to happen, but I, you know, I, I roll into town like on the 22nd, you know, a few yeah. days early before we go to, before we go to Phoenix and I'm yeah, unlikely, but it'd be great to catch a King game. It'd be great if they're <laughs> yeah, still, you know, if, if, if they're kicking around, but uh, it, cause it, yeah, yeah, if it goes seven and it goes deep in the second round, yeah. then may, maybe we catch a game before yeah, I go. We'll um, no, that, that, that is great. Do you, uh, do you got a parenting tip? Uh, uh, no, 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 no new ones. You know, how about you? You know what? It, 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 it was my little guy's birthday. You know, we went out a tad bit overboard uh, uh, with, with some Lego stuff for him. You know, um, I'm going to have once again, well, I, I said it before. Freaking the last two years have been garbage. Right. Exactly. You know, let him, let him have a great time. A, a little of it was guilt because yeah. mom was actually on the other side of the world on his actual birthday. So we had a little party for him before yeah. the Saturday before she left and he got a bunch of stuff. That's when he got his big, you know, yeah. that, that I'll post his, his really big uh, daily bugle. Like I said, 3,800 P and it says on the box 18 plus, but he's been putting those together for like, yeah. he's been putting together the 18 yeah, plus Lego awesome. sets since he was yeah. like five. Yeah. Um, and then, so this week while mom's out of town, yeah, we went back to target. And I got up a bunch and, and he, and, and the poor kid is like, he wanted this X-wing thing. And he also wanted the Sonic, you know, Lego sets. Yeah. And he was having a real Sophie's choice. Yeah. You know, yeah. grandma yeah. gave him a, he had some money from his birthday. Grammy came in and he couldn't afford both. And I'm like, just put them in the car, buddy. Just put them in the car. And next week, you know, cause mom will be back next weekend and she, we're going to do something for his birthday again. He's only turning 12 once. You know what I mean? Well, you know what? And you know what? Listen, you know, I mean, freaking, you know, management had is having the time of her life where she's coming back right, from the time right. of her life. Right. You know, He's not, you know, your boys, you know, your boys going to just remember, oh my God. And I got that, you know, you know, that freaking, you know, mega Lego set for my 12th birthday. That's what he's going to remember. I mean, he's right, not going to remember, exactly. oh, my moon was, no, he's going to remember the stuff that he got because, and the fact that you just let him throw everything into the car. So he's so, going to remember that. Sometimes remember that. My, my, my parenting tip is uh, sometimes it's okay to buy the love. Sometimes just, yeah. it's okay to buy the love. Uh, yeah, so no. I, I, I'm, again, uh, it was great. Good to on see, you. Good on was, you. Thank you. It was great. To, he had a great time. It was great to see Gene uh, at the show. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, it was great. Um, the song we're going out on is from Dave from the Rationales. Thank you for letting me go off on that. Yeah. Uh, Dave, you will be missed. And uh, and the rest of the show is up to you, my friend. Well, you know, <laughs> you know, when this time of the year, as Jock said, my God. Stanley Cup playoffs, you know, there and so many storylines, so many, you know, you know, hopes and dreams, and th that then 10 days later leads to broken hearts. But you know, you know, we, this happens every year, and next year it's going to repeat itself. So, with that in mind, don't forget. A ruby colored halo fills mass. My vision almost leaves me blind Every time I see you look my way Feels like judgment day My friends all say that you're avoiding Still will not let me 
Everything, everything 